Yo, what is up, guys? It is Stevie Gilland, your host for the Seamless Garage podcast. This is episode 10, and uh, on this episode, we're just going to do some catch-up. Um, as you guys know, we did we missed a release uh, last Thursday, and so it's time to catch up. So we're just going to do some catch-up and let you guys know what's going on in the shop, what's been going on around, just kind of talk about some things that have been going on the past couple of weeks. So, the happenings, the going on. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's get it. So, the first thing I want to talk about, guys, is, you know, I just want to apologize for the late release of this episode, um, you know, as you may know, if you follow me on the social media, on any social media, really, I explained um, what's been going on. You know, uh, today is Tuesday of this record recording, and um, it should have went out the previous Thursday. Um, but my grandmother was in the hospital all last week. Um, she actually went in for surgery Tuesday. For her carotid artery, um, it was had a ninety five percent blockage. So, um, you know, it, it's a pretty quick procedure, but to me, it's risky. Anything to do with the heart, anything blood flow related, is risky in my opinion. Um, so every day after work, I would go and visit her, and uh, in the mornings, I would go and visit her, just because she was up there by herself, and you know, I know how that can be. That can be. That can be frightening, you know, um, so, and I, and I just really enjoy seeing her anyway, so I really just wanted to give her some, give her some comfort and, you know, give her some company, um, throughout the day while she's healing, because, uh, she was in quite a bit of pain, she's a very, very tough lady, but she was in a lot of pain, so I just kind of wanted to give her some comfort, so, um, I didn't come home and, uh, grind as much as I would, I didn't get the podcast done. And, um, you know, I haven't really been posting, posting on social media as much as I should. Um, just a lot going on, you know, um, ex- excuses, excuses. Um, but, you know, we're going to get back on the grind. I wouldn't say I completely fell off. I just haven't produced as much as I would like. A um, couple of YouTube videos, mi- you know, missed that didn't get released. And this last podcast episode um, didn't do so hot. Um, and I think that's because I wasn't promoting it as much now. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm just losing, losing interest in my listeners. But anyway, also I've been having an internet issue. Um, there's only one internet provider out here where I live and, um, we've been having problems. Um, since the, since the Adesanya, uh, fight that just happened, um, that Saturday, in fact, is when it started. Um, I ordered the fight, we watched the prelims, and then going into the main card, the internet went out. Luckily it came back and I got to watch the last two fights. Uh, the fight with, uh, I think her name's Wing Lee and um, Joanna Shevanchek, I think is how you say that. Um, that fight was epic, but the Adesanya fight was kind of disappointing. It was kind of a stalemate. Um, but I understand the UFC game, so I understand that, you know, they kind of respected each other's um, styles and didn't want to get caught. So I understand that, but 
I think the the women's title fight was uh, more exciting. It was pretty epic. Uh, Joe Rogan and a few others are saying it's the best uh, title fight, regardless male or female, that they've ever seen. So that's pretty epic. But anyway, getting off of the tangent there, um, we're going to be back on it, and then it's going to be every Thursday again on the podcast. Matter of fact, uh, this one will release tonight, Tuesday night, and then we'll have another one released on Thursday to catch up. I'm not playing around, and we're going to catch up on this. Um, so anyway, I wanted to announce the winner of the giveaway from the previous podcast. Are you all ready to know who, who won the t-shirt, the Seamless Garage t-shirt? Uh, nobody. Um, there was no winner because nobody uh, commented on the Facebook post about the podcast saying which car that they uh, would pick out of that top five. Um, so that either means a nobody really listened all the way through or nobody's really just interacting. And that's fine. Um, this podcast is very young. You know, that's the ninth episode. So uh, very young, which means I'm not going to have a, a ton of listeners right now. So I understand that. But hopefully I can get you guys interacting with me or I can strike a chord with you on the information that you would like to have. Um, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're expecting something different, uh, let me know what you're expecting. Um, just keep in mind that you know I'm doing this because I want to give out information that, that maybe you haven't heard and, and that maybe is hard to find um, because people want to hold information because they think it's a secret for some reason, so... If you have something that you want to talk about, just let me know. Um, because, like I said, I want to bring value, and uh, but but like I said, also keep in mind that I'm doing this for my, uh, you know, for my entertainment also, and it's because uh, I love spreading uh, information about vehicles and cars. It just, I was talking to Derek the other day about it. He couldn't make it on the podcast, but I was talking to him the other day. It's like something about engines, like just calms me down not to be cliche from the fast and furious movie but for real i don't get to do it enough at work because uh, we don't get to go down all the way down to the pistons and rods and bearings um really it's either short block or long block um there's really no engine internals that we mess with so i don't really get to scratch that itch if you will but definitely going to be scratching it now um and i'll we'll get to that in a minute but um so the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is about the coronavirus. Um, I know it's it's going crazy on social media and it's spreading like wildfire. Uh, both the virus and the fear of the virus are spreading like wildfire. And, uh, you know, the only thing I want to say is, you know, take it serious. Um, take it seriously. You know, clean up. Make sure you're, you know... You, do, you should be doing this stuff anyway, but I think we get um, kind of lax on it whenever, you know, we, we kind of take our health for granted and think that we, you know, we're stronger than we are when it comes to our immune systems and stuff. But, you know, just stay clean and, um, you know, obviously don't touch your mouth, your eyes or anything like that. That's what I've been reading so far. And the other thing I read by CDC is uh, don't wear a face mask unless you are... Uh, you're actually in, you know, have the coronavirus or you're a, um, a caregiver or a physician. But, um, yeah, what I wanted to say is like, just don't freak out about it. Take it seriously, but don't freak out. Um, everybody's trying to do this fear thing. And also, 
you know, Megan and I decided we were going to go uh, grocery shopping Saturday, and, you know, it was real. All, like, I haven't been to the store. I don't go to the store often, um, but it was real. It was real about all the Facebook posts about no toilet paper and no paper towels, and it's just ridiculous. Um, I don't know what people are getting ready for, but, you know, I don't know. It's just crazy. But that's all I'm going to say about that. I think people are blowing it up already. I think you know enough information about it. But just stay clean. And for you for you people who um, have to stay home and you can't you can't uh, do your job, you know, just keep in mind there's other ways uh, to make money too if you're interested. There's plenty of opportunity out there. Um, maybe it's your time to start a podcast. Who knows? Um, but just keep in mind there's other ways to make money on the internet and, and things you can do there. So anyway, moving on, <clears throat> I wanted to announce that um, we're going to have Q&A Mondays now. We're going to start that next Monday. Um, I wanted to announce that now, that way everybody can get ready. Um, I don't have a set time yet. I'm thinking 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time for Q&A Monday, so get ready for that. It's going to be live. Um, we're going to go live on Facebook with that. And... Um, we're gonna answer your questions. I'm sure um, we'll do a <clears throat> excuse me. We'll do a YouTube video um, re- recording that. That way, you know, you can kind of get the YouTube aspect of it too. That if you didn't catch it live, and um, but ask anything. You know, just ask away. And if I can't answer it, I'll let you know that I don't know the answer because I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not just gonna give you a bogus answer. If I don't know, I'm going to let you know, but then I'm also going to let you know that I'm going to study it and find out for you and get back with you on that, and then I'm not going to leave you hanging. So if you got a question, hit me up on Mondays, 7 p.m. Um, we're going to try to do that every Monday. Uh, I'm just going to see how the turnout is. I'm going to put my feelers out there. If I think that it's not going well, maybe I'll wait a while, kind of like I did, kind of like I'm going to do with the giveaway. You know, if not enough people are participating then maybe I need to give it some time, cause uh. But if I, you know, if there's a few worthwhile questions, uh, I'm definitely gonna be on there. So I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna give it a try for a couple of months, you know. So if I'm getting plenty of questions, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, keep doing it. Um, the other one is uh, I wanted to ask you guys to please just share the Facebook page, the Seamless Garage, and if you're not already uh, following that page, go and follow it. Um. It's going to give you the updates for everything, uh, YouTube, podcast, any kind of content related to to the Seamless Garage, um, or to me, rather. Uh, both of those, you need to get on the, that Facebook page, the Seamless Garage. And that's going to be your best way to keep, keep up with what we got going on. Um, also, go follow, um, go follow and share our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got... Two videos up right now, and like I said, there's two that should have been posted. Uh, one of them, the um, the footage got um, messed up. I don't know why it didn't transfer from my SD card, so that's strange. But the other one I've been working on for a while. I'm putting the finishing touches up on it now, but my internet hasn't allowed me to, uh, to upload it. I don't know if you've ever posted YouTube videos before, but it takes a while, and you've got to have a good connection. Otherwise, it's going to take months. So, yeah, go share that and also share this podcast. Um, please do that. That would that would be huge for me. Um, so anyway, let's go with uh, announcing um, 
the new the new YouTube video that's coming out. Um, I'm gonna try to release it tonight. Like I was telling you, I'm putting the finishing tub touches up on it, and uh, I'm gonna try to you know render it and post it overnight. Um, the video is about uh, the shop, and basically, it's it's kind of like uh, a bunch of different small videos put together over time. So the timeline's kind of messed up, but I wanted to put them together because it makes sense. So, um, I'm not going to let the whole cat out of the bag, but basically it's an evolution of the shop. It's going to show you how it was at the beginning and show you how, how it is now well, with it nice and cleaned up and everything we got out of it. And then also, um, for you, for you guys and gals that haven't seen the Talon yourself, other than the picture, I'm going to do a full, I did a full walk around of the Talon, um, showed you all the things that I plan on doing to the body. Um, I didn't go into deep detail on the mechanical part because I want to save that for another video and give you guys a whole rundown of what I got planned for the because um, I have it all I have completely figured out exactly what I want to do to it so um, but yeah be, be on the lookout for that YouTube video it should come up tonight um, should be posted first thing in the morning Wednesday morning so it should be out by the time you listen to this um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah so Sunday before last was uh, the second iteration of the Dunkin' Donuts Cars and Coffee there in Tyler, Texas. Uh, it was pretty epic. Um, it was it was larger than last time because we added on, um, or I say we, uh, Lavish Blends and the people that put on the uh, car show added on the parking lot um, by the barbershop itself. Um, and so that gave a lot, of, a lot of other people a chance to actually park so um <clears throat> a lot of different cars there this time uh it was, it was pretty awesome there was a lot of people there walking around um i think there was a lot of people that didn't even know about it that just pulled up and checked it out um one that really stood out to me was an fa rx7 that uh was really it was really epic so it was a really epic car that, and uh, I'm sure it was just a regular two rotor, but um, it was really loud and it sounds like he's done a lot to it. It didn't didn't sound like your typical FA uh, FA 13B or actually I think the FAs came with a 12A. I'm not sure, but it sounded epic. I didn't get to check out underneath the hood. I don't think he even opened it. Maybe he did, but I didn't see it when I was there. But that thing was epic and it, st it stuck out to me. Um, that's the other thing I wanted to say is that's why I'm so excited about this Talon because nobody around here has one or if they do, I haven't seen it and it definitely doesn't go to the car meets. Um, and it doesn't even matter what generation, first generation or second gen. Um, in fact, I don't even think I saw a second gen or first gen Eclipse at the car meet. So in my opinion, that's wide open and um, I'm looking to fill that spot. You know, I was going to try to be the best one around but I don't have uh, much top competition, but I'm going to try to keep that spot regardless. The, this talon is going to be immaculate. So when I get done with it, it's going to be top notch. So anyway, uh, talking about cleaning up the shop, there was just so much stuff in there um, from over the years, like 50, 50 years worth of uh, clutter and just keeping things. My grandfather didn't throw away anything because um, I think that generation it was just kind of uh, you know, you came from nothing, so 
you wanted to keep everything that you bought because you never knew when you were going to need it. I think nowadays we kind of take that for granted because we can get rid of something now or throw it away and we can get another one right away, whatever it may be. Um, so back then it wasn't like that. We didn't have the connections. You know, I couldn't get on the internet. They couldn't get on the internet and order something from, uh, you know, the East Coast when they're on the West Coast type of deal. So you had to keep what you had. So anyway, we, cl we cleaned it out completely. Um, I still have some organizing to do of all the tools he had, so I put them all in one area. But we definitely have it clear in the main part so we can get cars in there. So that lift's going to be in there really soon. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, we, we went ahead and got DJ's uh, K24 and uh, his six-speed transmission put, set in there. Um and so that's actually going to go down this weekend. We're actually going to take out the, I think it's a D15, but it's a D-series engine that's in that EF. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Honda guys, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And we're going to take that out, and uh, we're going to mock up that K24 because he's got a Hasport uh, mount kit that we're going to put in. And uh, we need to mock up, I think it's the passenger side mount, which is the trans mount that we need to mock up and, because we're going to need to welded on it, it doesn't just bolt straight on like the rest of them so we'll need to weld that mount on so we need to mock it up the reason we want to weld it and everything get it mocked up first is because we're going to pull the engine back out that way we can paint the engine bay because he's going to tuck everything he's going to tuck all the wires <clears throat> and make the engine bay look really good so we need to get that weld done first <clears throat> so so that's what we got going on with uh, DJ's car. Uh, that one, that project's actually moving a lot faster than than I thought it would, but I'm glad because I'm I'm ready to get in there and get some stuff going. So we're gonna get that ready for paint, get the chassis ready for paint, and um, he's still deciding on what he wants to do with the internals. We think we want to go with higher compression pistons. Um, he knows for sure we're gonna go with a drag cartel cam, and um, we're gonna send the head out to four piston to get it completely done. And um, he's going to go all engine with it. Some people say all motor, but I, I'm saying all engine because that's, that's, I'm saying the technical term here. It's kind of one of my pet peeves. But anyway, so all engine. Um, and uh, I'm calling him out because he's saying that it's going to smoke my talent when I, my, my talent gets done. So we'll see about that. I think I'm going to end up converting him to go on boost. So we'll see about that, though. We'll see what DJ's got to offer <clears throat> when we get finished. Um, we'll see what a high compression uh, K24 naturally aspirated engine can do. Um, frankly, I haven't been around uh, many K-swaps uh, in general that have been maximized as far as naturally aspiration goes, natural aspiration goes. So <clears throat> that'll be interesting to see. And um, a lot of people enjoy naturally aspirated engines whenever they're uh, totally efficient and you're getting the most power you can out of them because there's not a... There's not a lag, if you will, and there's not a, um, you know, there's not a lack of power in certain power bands. I mean, the power band is just there all the way, so that'll be a good one. And, and I think Honda engines are good for doing that anyway, natural aspirated, because um, they turn so so many RPMs that I think that's you know it's a good point. So, but boosted ones do well too. I've seen a lot of those. I've seen plenty. Uh, so also, let's see, this last Sunday, I went and picked up um, my block from Dallas uh, from a guy named Brian. Shout out Brian. Uh, 
Um, it's a G4 CP block, which is, it's a 4G block with a different badge, and it's nat it's a naturally aspirated block. So, the cool thing about that is that it doesn't have the uh, piston oil, oil squirters. Um, so, those are a mod you have to do, to, you have to take those off on the, on the regular 4G in order to do a stroker like I want to do. I'm putting a 100mm crank in it um, out of the 2.4s, out of the 4G64 engine. And in order to do that in a standard 4G63 uh, block, you have to modify the block uh, with the oil squirters and all of that for clearance. But I won't have to do that with this one um, because it doesn't have the squirters, so that's good. Um, so the plans with that is going to be stroke it. We're going to go at 9 to 1 compression with Wiseco pistons and eagle, eagle rods probably. Um, either that or manly rods, I haven't decided just yet. And uh, <clears throat> we'll do the head right, you know, and um, we're going to go with, uh, it's, uh, dang, I'm, my mind's going a bit blank, uh, probably Kelford cam, probably a Kelford 272, I think. Um, so yeah, that's going to be sweet. Um, I'm going to do another uh, podcast and video on, on that part, like I said before, the mechanical aspects of the talent. And the full build uh, for you performance geeks out there that want to know exactly um, the tech and everything of what I, what's going into my engine and my build. So we'll do that separately. That way we don't bore the brains out of people who aren't interested in that. So, um, But what was cool is when I went and picked that block up, um, the guy actually, Brian, he actually has a talent same year. Same paint job and everything as the talent that I have right now. So it's like it's like my car, but in way better condition. Uh, the paint's still shiny. It looks nice. Um, it's the white with the black top, of course. And uh, he's got a full build going on. And I, and I learned a lot from him just in that, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes I was talking to him um, before I picked the block up. And um, he's almost completely ready on his build. I'm not sure what he's waiting on, but um, it looks completely completely done he's done a lot of frankensteining to the engine um different parts from different brands and stuff he's put on there but it's uh, like subaru subaru parts and uh mustang parts and stuff like that um like i think it was a mustang intake he put on there i think it had a uh, corvette front uh brake calipers with uh 300 zx rotors so he's doing a lot of frankensteining to the engine i like to say but um but he's setting it up nice. It should be cool when it gets it done. So I'd like I'm really gonna follow his build and see what all he's got going on. But it was just cool to see my factory paint and everything on that car. Um and it looked good. You know what I mean? It was shiny and it looked like it was supposed to look. So um that's what I was gonna roll into next actually, is I was gonna ask I wanted you I want you guys to give me your opinion. Um should I stick with the white with the black, uh, with the black, you know, two tone with the black top and a black spoiler, or should I go with um, the electro blue like I want to do, which is the Evo blue on the on the Evo eights and Evo nines? It's that Evo blue. I want to go with that and still still do the black top, but just do blue as the body. Um, I already know that I'm going to go with gold rotor grids. Um, so if you haven't checked out my Instagram or Facebook, um, I'll. You can see on there my wheels that I'm going to use. Um, it's a different gold than probably what you're thinking. It's not a shiny gold. 
um, I don't know the best way to explain it, but it's a gold color, and um, it's more of a paint color than like a metal gold, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm going with those regardless of the white or the blue. Um, I'm really leaning towards blue, but then I, all, I I swing back to the white with the black because that's the original color. And I don't know if you guys know, I'm trying to go all original on the talon. I'm trying to, I, I really just want to, it's not a restore per se, but just want to make it uh, back original, but more aggressive and better looks. You know, just obviously add my style and my touch to it. Um, like for instance, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that uh, I posted a picture of the, the grill that I found. I finally found a grill. My, my car didn't come with it. Um, I don't know what happened to it, but it wasn't there when I got it. And, um, you know, contrary to popular belief, it's hard to find uh, parts for a 91 Talon. Uh, it really is hard. Um, I've got the, I got the grill, and um, I'd been searching for that for a while. Um, I found it in the Facebook group the guy was selling it, so I got a hold of it, and it was, it's in pristine condition, so that's awesome. Um, regardless, I'm probably going to change out the emblems on this and on the taillights because I want fresh, as fresh as I can get. So we'll go with that. But parts are hard to find on these older cars. Uh, you know, they're rare as it is. Like I said, you don't see them often. So finding parts is hard. So it's good that they've got the Facebook groups that I can go to in order to get that. So, um, I just keep an eye out, try to keep some money ready and keep an eye out for, for uh, parts that I'm looking for. Uh, I'm steadily making a list of things that I need. Um, you don't know what you're looking for unless you know what you need, right? So anybody who's building a project car out there, just keep that in mind. Go ahead and take an inv inventory of what you need or what you might need. That way, when you see a good deal on one, you can go ahead and grab it. Otherwise, you don't know that you're missing it. You know what I'm saying? So, so as far as that goes, that's what we got going on. Um, with the talon and uh, so the last thing I want to talk about is this new 2020 Corvette I think everybody's been waiting on it it's been highly anticipated um, a really nice car I mean the thing the thing about the Corvettes is you know I'm not a big Chevrolet guy but this the Corvettes are something different to me they're they're a creature of their own if you will. But this thing is something else. With that mid-engine. Um, it's got a lot of upgrades. We're going to go through the specs here real quick. but it's, re it's really aggressive. I mean, it looks good. Especially for a Corvette. It looks really good. I'm not a big fan of the Corvettes. But this is one that's been highly anticipated. Um, it's interesting. It kind of reminds me of kind of like a Ferrari style. It's really, really reminiscent of a Ferrari. Um, so anyway, let's start with the basic specs. Uh, it's got 495 horsepower and 470 foot-pounds of torque. Um, as far as that goes, 495 horsepower. Meh, you know, okay. I mean, it's kind of middle of the pack. I think they're going to come out with some performance packages, I'm sure. But that's that's what they got going on right now. Uh, the zero to sixty time is kind of impressive, at two point nine seconds. Now remember, I'm not a Corvette guy, so I, so I don't really know what was before. 
you know. Um, but we can actually look that up right now. Um, but I don't, I don't really know what it used to be before. Um, but 2.9 seconds is, is pretty fast, in my opinion, um, for 0 to 60. Oh, so, okay. So, I just looked it up, the C7 Corvette, um, which is the one before this one. This one's the C8, um, 3.7 seconds. So, that's a considerable jump in acceleration. Um, top speed's 194 uh, miles per hour, if you happen to care. Uh, the top speed on the old one was 186. So, just to give you guys a comparison, um, if you didn't know, because I definitely didn't know. Um, but 2.9 seconds... That's pretty quick. That's right up there with um, a couple of other uh, new cars. I think that's right up there with the Tesla. But that's a pretty good, pretty good jump. Um, let's see here some of its competitors. Um, I think the zero to sixty for the um, for the uh, GTR. Let's see what that is real quick. Uh, zero to sixty is two point nine as well. So, it's right there with that now, you know, everybody was kind of, I think, I, I mean, I remember hearing a lot of people, because I'm around a lot of Nissan guys, I hear a lot of people comparing the GTR to this car, I guess because of a similar price range. Um, they're saying it starts out at 58K, which is really 59, because 58,900. Um, but a lot of people compare this the GTR to the Corvette, and everybody's like, well, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I'm going to get a GTR, because it's all-wheel drive, uh, twin-turboed. Um, and I'd have to agree with them. Um, but as far as acceleration goes, it, it's right up there with it now. Um, probably still would go with the GTR. Um, but that's just my liking. But they started at 58.9, and I think, um, they go all the way up to like 80, maybe more than that. Um, so let's go into the specs here. But the car is magnificent. Uh, the, the looks of it, like I said, it, it looks amazing. I mean, it reminds me of a Ferrari every time I look at it. Um, so, like I said, 490 horsepower, 465 foot-pounds of torque. Um, apparently, if you get the little performance exhaust package with the Z51 performance package, it jumps up to 495 horse and 470 foot-pounds. Um, so, it's got the dry sump oil system like it always has, variable valve timing, yada, yada. Uh, this is interesting. Don't know if it's on the old one, but 8-speed um, dual-clutch transmission. Um, I'm sure it's a different transmission because it's mid-engine now. So, um, But this is very similar to um, the shifting of a GTR. It's similar to some of the Audi stuff. Um, but it's, it's, it's all there. Um, it says it's ultra-fast and precise shifts that happen in as fast as 100 milliseconds. Um, apparently, it's got a double paddle declutch function. So you can hold both of the paddles down, and it'll disengage the clutch. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, but it's a 6.2 liter uh, V8 direct injected. Um, one of those GM, GM motors, you know. I don't know much about them. I guess I need to do my research on them because they're quite popular. Um, even the Ford guys are liking these new Chevy engines. So, yep, there's that. So, um, the other thing is I thought was interesting is that it's an aluminum body um, with some carbon fiber components. Um, it's supposed to be more than 10% stiffer than the previous generation. Um, 
six high pressure die cast aluminum parts um, minimizing the number of joint within the vehicle uh, aluminum's cool and all um, every, aluminum gets a bad rap because of the Ford trucks um, you see several of them when they when they got into a collision uh, they're peeled back like a like a can of sardines you know um, so there's always that uh, but I think aluminum to me if the buyer knows about it it's going to be out of the game because they don't understand metallurgy but um, aluminum can be pretty durable um, really they did it for for making it lighter weight reduction I guarantee you that's why they did it um, along with the carbon fiber components now they wanted to keep it reasonable on the price I can guarantee you because <clears throat> you could go all carbon fiber uh, it's going to be expensive though uh, because carbon fiber is handmade um, and so you know your cars like your Audi R8 and other cars that are all carbon fiber that's why they're more expensive uh, there was a, you know, it's got your standard rudder line, um, Brembo analog brakes, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, you know, the co standard Corvette suspension and all that good stuff. Um, but one thing I thought was interesting is that it's got a front lift with memory. So basically, um, it'll raise the front of your vehicle about two inches in less than three seconds when you're going uh, at lower speeds. That way you can get over uh, bumps, uh, speed bumps, things like that in the, in the way that you need to get over without scraping up your brand new Corvette. Um, and the cool thing about it is it remembers up to a thousand GPS locations, uh, so you can clear low obstacles like speed bumps or steep driveways, um, and it remembers those. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I thought that was interesting that they had the, they had that in mind. The, the drivability of it. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else does that. That's, that's pretty epic. Um, everybody knows if you're a car enthusiast that, you know, you want it as low as possible, lower center of gravity because, you know, because of race car. But you know what I'm saying? And uh, having something like this just really helps. I mean, that, that's pretty epic. Um, let me know if any of the other vehicles have that. But as far as I know, that's the first time I've heard of that. It's got LSD, a limited slip, I mean. Um, and several other things, but that's pretty much the run of it. I just wanted to talk about that 2020 Corvette because everybody's going crazy about it, and, and I see why. Um, the styling's really great, so I see why they're going crazy. There's a lot of cool things. I think uh, I think Chevy really put a lot of thought into this one and uh, took their time on this one, but only time can tell. We'll see how it we'll see how it runs on the track or how it performs against uh, other cars that are in its. Uh, in its uh, group, its class, if you will. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up real quick was it was really cool that um, I think it's Nissan and a couple, of, maybe it's another manufacturer, uh, not a manufacturer, but another another company is uh, getting together to do um, a GTR tribute uh, for Paul Walker, and they're going to style it like his GTR that was in the uh, Too Fast, Too Furious film. And um, I'm just looking forward to seeing that. I want to see if there's going to be any kind of performance uh, additions done to it. So really looking forward to that. So with that being said, uh, we're going to end this podcast. And uh, be looking out for the next one. And like I said, look out for that YouTube video. Uh, I think a lot of you are going to enjoy that because it's, 
it's kind of giving you a visual of what's going on. I think, uh, I think it's, you know, it's time. I think you've heard, heard enough about it and it's time that you've seen something. That way you don't lose interest and that way you kind of see uh, what we're going towards and where we've started. Uh, really, this is just a documentation of, of Seamless in general. Um, because I have no doubt that, you know, it's going to do what I want it to do. So, yeah, go check that out. And um, just keep in mind that we are we are going as fast as we can with it. Uh, money is, is a thing. Uh, time is a thing. But um, I'm going pot committed to this seamless garage thing. Um, so with that being said, yeah, check it out. Um, the question of the day is going to be... Um, just that the uh, the talent question about the paint, white or Evo blue. So white with the black top, which is original, or the Evo blue, which is the electric electric blue. Um, you guys, let me know on Facebook. Comment below the actual um, share for this podcast on the Facebook group, and let me know which color you would choose. And I hope everybody has a good week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Hey, thanks for listening to the Seamless Garage Podcast. If you liked it, share it. Um, and obviously go follow so that you get notifications when a new episode is getting released. Um, my social media is The Real Stevie. That's for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, for TikTok, Facebook, and Snapchat, it's just Stevie Gilliland. Um, as far as Derek goes, it's just Derek Blackwell on Facebook. That's the only social media he has right now. Um, so yeah, go follow those if you want to see what we're up to on a daily basis. And uh, we'll be putting out plenty more. So just thanks for tuning in.